Yes, this is indeed a review for Metamorphosis to Metalabilities 247th chapter slash shift called International Travel. That's right. It basically takes place right, you know, right after immediately the last shift in chapter 246 ended, where we have Briella floating in the breeze. You know, as a bunch of balloons. Uh, long story short, to catch you guys up, this is her second attempt at doing it. Her first attempt at being multiple balloons instead of one. And she did it with the assistance of her fiancé, Crystal. Anyway, she's just floating about in the breeze, enjoying herself. You know, just, you know, getting, I, I guess there's no way, no other way to say it. You know, getting aroused, getting very aroused by the sensations she's feeling, being pulled by the breeze, just floating herself, floating around, letting herself be and all that. Because, again, this is basically part of her, I guess you could say, her meditation. And that meditation is going back to what she had kind of acknowledged and did admit that the part of her that, you know, gained independent and uh, independent sentient, uh, sentience, if you will, uh, that being the Mimi one, uh, this goes back to what that Mimi uh, persona of hers uh, reminded her of. Uh, basically, yeah, basically reminded her of, you know, that she promised herself you know, as a kid that if she had these kind of powers, she would spend a lot of time being all these different things and just embracing being as those things, you know. And Briella basically, you know, took that and decided, yeah, I'll do it, but I'm going to limit myself. In other words, she's going to time herself to make sure she doesn't get too into what she's become or else, you know, what's happened in the past with her would, you know, repeat itself. Anyway, anyway, like I said, this, you know, takes place immediately after last week's uh, chapter shift. And she's just floating about, enjoying herself and everything. And as she's being carried along, like I said, you know, part of her is getting aroused by the sensation she's feeling and even acknowledges, you know, that perhaps this is how her fiancé feels whenever she kind of makes her fiancé guess, you know, what part of her mandible body is going to pleasure her during the nights nights and moments of intimacy. She even imagines just by the sheer enjoyment of, you know, floating about and even allowing some of her balloons to pop, you know, that maybe she should become a popcorn machine with popcorn in it to get, you know, an even better sensation. But what happens is, you know, because this is, this is not a long chapter or shift. It's one of the shorter ones. Uh, but what happens is she gets so lost in the euphoria of being just, you know, balloons and all that and floating about, letting the breeze take her, you know, here and there and and then popping one balloon after the other, you know, getting ready to ascend back down to the ground. You know, she gets so lost in it and everything that when one of the balloons pop, you know, she basically acknowledges that felt amazing. She kind of purrs it when she says she kind of purrs the uh, thought of that felt amazing and then decide, you know what, the heck with it. You know, I'm probably not going to get, you know, an opportunity like this in a while. So she just goes ahead and lets the euphoria, euphoria, the arousing euphoria, take hold of her. 
and she allows herself to pop more and more, but it seems she does have the sense of, okay, you know, I'm going to lose myself to this, this arousing euphoria, but I also have to make sure I know where I'm going to land, you know, so that way she can shapeshift into something else and then, you know, head back home. Unfortunately, she gets so lost in it that the next thing she knows, uh, basically, uh, is she's in possession. She's in the hands of a bunch of kids at a barnyard. And a bunch of kids are just holding her and everything and all that. And I think she's down to like one or two balloons and then they pop. And then the kids basically tell the adult that's watching them, which I think is their grandmother, that, hey, we found these balloons and da-da-da-da. And, you know, they said they're going to have some fun with it before they come in for dinner. So what happens is they decide to take Briella to a barnyard that has a bunch of tools in it. And Briella, of course, you know, wakes up and realizes, oh, crap, I'm in a situation where I shouldn't be right now you know, in the hands of a bunch of kids that are going to take her and probably try to slice her up even more, which, again, we don't know if that'll be a good thing or a bad thing for her because, you know, she has, a, I, I mean, obviously she has un, her powers unlimited, but, you know, there are probably some consequences of potentially what could happen. So, yeah, you know, she basically mentally, you know, as described, faith palms herself because she, you know, she basically allowed herself to get trapped in the euphoria of, you know, being, being a bunch of balloons. You know, she does. Yeah, she basically, you know, uh, like I said, she faith palms herself and everything and, and all that. Um... And like I said, she ends up, you know, hold on for a sec. But yeah, like I said, she face palms herself because of the predicament she's got herself in. And then basically, like I said, you know, allows the last two balloons to pop, at least one of the balloons to pop, which, you know, kind of evens it out. Because when she lands in the hands of the kids, you know, she's still like one or two balloons short of popping. So she allows those to pop. But then the kids decide... You know what? Your kids decide. You know what? We, you know we need to cut the strings. We need to cut the strings off these balloons, uh, for whatever reason we don't know. And they decide to take Briella to the barnyard with a bunch of machines and all that. And even though Briella, in the story, acknowledges that at any other time she would enjoy the challenge of being sliced up by various other contraptions, all she's concerned about is getting out of there. And now, right and right now, she's in a situation to where she's got to come up with an idea. Basically, her popping idea, you know, of, you know, basically allowing herself to pop, you know, and basically having nothing but deflated pop balloons in the possession of the kids would help out. But obviously, that's not the case because all the kids care about is the strings. And one of the kids is like, "Well, whoever cuts the first string gets seven. And then that's how the story ends. Uh, I don't. Th- here's what I look at. I look at the next one as her way of getting out of there and all that. You know, I, I, that's what I f- see. I see her finding a way to get out of there. 
Maybe she, you know, pulls herself together and creates like a monster to scare the kids off or something. Or maybe she, you know, pulls herself together and surprises the kids when she um, reveals who she is. Or maybe she talks to them through the various pieces and explains the situation. And maybe she agrees to have fun with them and say, hey, I'll have some fun with you. We'll have a playtime here, but you can't tell anybody about what happens. So I could see her doing that. I could see her doing that in 248 and then maybe finding her way back home and probably putting off the idea of being multitude balloons for the time being. Like maybe being one is the best option. So I see that happening in the next uh, chapter and shift, which would be 248. Now what this means is we are three away from 250. What she's got planned for that, we don't know. Right now, there's you know no I guess you could say trajectory trajectory if you will as to what you know um, Desi Arts Michelle if you will um, has in store for us. You know, for all we know, it could be just a one-off to celebrate 250 stories, and it's non-canon, um, you know, and it's, you know, maybe something NFSW and erotic, we don't know, you know, that might be something she does, so that way she could start the next, you know, the next slew of, of chapter shifts, if you will, uh, going to 300 on a fresher note. You know, maybe that's maybe that's what 250 is. Again, maybe it's just a one-off, non-canon. Hey, have Crystal and Briella get it on kind of deal. You know, I, I don't know. That might be it. Maybe it's um, maybe it'll be part three of the or part two of the fur convention deal. We don't know. Uh, but right now, it seems that she's in a situation where she's biding time with those stories. She's biding some time with the stories, and that her main goal is to kind of get focused back on to the um the trajectory you know the trajectory easy for me today the trajectory of you know you know getting a lot of stuff out there you know getting a lot of you know fun stuff out there adventurous stuff really get the story back on track if you will to where you have these two separate plots like the main plot with our characters and then the b plot which ties into it with the siri genesis people so you know that that's what i look at you know that's what i look at um as basically basically what hap- what's going to happen again i don't know i don't know if that's true for all we know she might decide to use 250 as the starting point for the beginning of the end of the series we don't know we don't really know but it'll be an interesting it'll be interesting to see what she does i mean right now the way things are planned the way things are planned cuz like i said we do know that Next week is going to be 2.48. That is on the 3rd of February. We know, well, actually not the 3rd, but the 2nd of February. To you know, ne- Next Friday is the 3rd, I'm trying to say. But next Thursday or Friday, the 2nd or the 3rd, is when the four, 248th one will be out. The 249th one will be out the 9th or the 10th. And then the 250th one, if things work out the way they do with no issues... Michelle should be releasing that by the 16th or the 17th. Now, 
Um, I, I now here's the thing. I know that she likes to do little one-off, you know, specials because of holidays. So I'm assuming with Valentine's Day in a couple of weeks that she'll probably do a one-off, you know, here with Michelle with uh, Crystal and Briella. I'm assuming. Or she might save that for a couple of days later at the 250th uh, shift slash chapter. I can't really say. I can't really say, but I will say this. I will say this. Whatever she's got planned for 200, the 250th one in the next several weeks, it'll be interesting. Like I said, it could be the beginning of something big that leads towards the end of the series. Maybe builds to 275, maybe 300. It could be, like I say, a one-off, you know, where, you know, they just celebrate together and get really intimate and gooey and all that. I don't know. Um, it could be anything. It could be anything. But we'll see. We'll see. You know, maybe maybe she'll take a page out of what Grey Pythenia did. You see, Grey Pythenia, not to get off track here, when she got to a certain... Um, when she got to a certain part of her What Dreams May Become series... When she, when she got to a certain part of that, mainly via followers of her DeviantArt page and, and all that, she made a promise that she would allow everybody that followed her, supported her, and everything, um, you know, to, you know, really contribute. She promised everybody that you could contribute and send me ideas, send me ideas to incorporate in, I think it was, what was it, part five or part six or something like that of her What Dreams May Become series. I think it was one of them. And she said, send me ideas. And the ideas that you send me, I will try to incorporate into the story. And myself and many other people did that. And she did her best to incorporate most of them into the story to the point that instead of it being an individual contribution portion of the story, it ended up being a two-parter. So I don't know. Maybe Michelle Dizzy Arts might do that. I don't really know. Uh, again, she's got something in mind. And it looks like it might just be something that, you know, kind of either starts something off for the next chapter, the next, you know, half, if you will, or the next error of the series, or it's going to be something just, like I said, it's just a one-off, and that's about it. We'll have to see. But as far as the future of the series goes, like I said, I still stick by what I believe. I really do. I still stick by what I believe. And what I believe, in my opinion, is when it's all said and done, Brielle is going to find a way to grant or to not well not grant but give Crystal the same powers she does, or Crystal's going to gain the same powers that she does somehow, or she might gain powers similar, uh, you know, to what uh, Briella has, but but not identical, but basically similar to enough to where the intimate interaction could get a lot more interesting, you know, as time goes on. That's my the- that's my prediction there still that Crystal's going to get some powers identical if not similar. The other prediction I have is, you know, we haven't seen him for a while. And in that one chapter where Brielle is, you know, idly studying the face of one of the suspected senior researchers, I would not be surprised if her best friend, Alanyes, 
um, fiance has something to do with Suri, what's going on in Surrey Genesis and the whole, you know, ki- you know, the whole Dr. Zetweimer, you know, situation and all that. I would not be surprised. Why, you may ask? Well, because, again, we haven't seen him incorporated, you know, into the stories, maybe because Michelle doesn't have any ideas ears of where to place him. Or, and two, you know, her best friend wanted to keep Briella a secret from him. Why, you may ask? You know, if he could be trusted, to me, there's something more going on. And I think eventually we will find out. You know, we will find out. I also believe that the other um, Omega character that we got introduced to will show up again. And, you know, explain who they are. For all we know, maybe it is Alania's boyfriend that's the Omega character. We don't know. We don't know. But anyway, I got a feeling they may show back up eventually in time for the, maybe the climax and everything. And I predict that the wedding portion of this series, it won't happen in 250, obviously. But it seemingly is going to happen probably around 275. I mean, the one thing... The one thing that, um, you know, Michelle obviously likes to do with these kind of stories, she likes to give certain events time. I've noticed that. There are certain things she likes to give time to, to build up to. And the wedding one, the wedding portion of the story, I think is going to get built up to for an appearance, in my opinion, in the next 27 weeks, in my opinion. In fact, hold on for a second. So yeah, like I said, she likes to build things up, and if she gets, up, if she stays on track, not saying nothing personal, you know, life-wise or anything will interrupt, but if she stays on track, then by August fourth, that's according to my uh, devices that we have, you know, in the house, uh, basically by August fourth, she should have two seventy-five up and ready to go, and that may be, that may. B, where the wedding takes place. Because it's going to be during the summer. And, you know, storyline-wise, a lot of people like to have weddings in the summer. I know this because my nephew and his fiance are having their wedding in the summer, too. So I think storyline-wise, and even in fiction, it's a good setting to do one in. But we'll see. Now, she could wait, you know, until... You know, they hit 300, which would be 25, you know, weeks later. And that's not a problem either. That's not a problem either. That might be towards the end of the year into the beginning of 2024. But, again, again, you know, that's, you know, that's up to them. Remember, we only have 52 weeks in a year, right? So, we, you know, so if 25 weeks from now is August you know, fourth, then you can only imagine what 25 more weeks would be. So, yeah, it's either going to be in the summer or at the beginning of 2024 where the wedding will take place. I'm putting, I'm not putting money on it, you know, because I'm not that kind of a person, you know, but I am going to, I am going to, you know, I'll put it this way. I am going to stick to my prediction that August 4th of this year, is when two when two hundred seventy the two hundred seventy fifth shift, uh, you know, uh, gets uploaded, you know, buying any issues, any personal real life issues and stuff, 
I predict August 4th, or around the beginning of August, the first two weeks, I should say, is when the wedding will take place. That's just my prediction. My prediction. But overall, this story in general, again, just another part of the filler, little filler arc they got going, her little balloon arc going. And again, I can only imagine what she's got planned for uh, uh, 249 and 248. Already, like I said, I think what's going to happen is Briella is probably going to, you know, make herself known to the kids and maybe play with them a little bit before she leaves and all that. You know, let herself be known, or maybe she'll become something that scares them off or whatever. She does something that gets herself out of the situation. Um, so, you know, that's what I see happening. And then for the next two after that, who knows? Uh, again, I think if she doesn't have anything really set in stone just yet for 250, it'll be a one-off of a celebration, maybe belated Valentine's Day story where they both Krista and Briella like really get it on and all that, you know. But we'll see. We'll have to see. But uh, anyway, though, guys, as always, I highly recommend you check out the story. I think you will thoroughly enjoy it. You know, go and support Michelle Dizzy Arts. That's D-E-Z-Z-I-E Arts at DeviantArt. I think you'll enjoy what you see out of what she has. She has other stories coming up as well uh, that she'll be working on in the coming months and everything. In fact, in the next three months, if you will, in May of this year, will begin will be the start of the melting May. Uh, will be ba- basically in the next three months will be the start of what's you know of what's been no excuse me there of what's been known as the melting May you know month. Uh, basically, long story short, everybody uses the month of May to do uh, a series, if not web comics and drawings of characters, mostly female characters, uh, melting into goo, melting into puddles. Uh, Michelle has a series she calls Melting Me-I, that's M-E-I, that's the name of the character, where her and her girlfriend, Zahara, have the abilities to become goo, melt down into puddles, you know, fuse together into one character and all that. She plans on continuing that in May with a little bit more story added to it and potentially a new third participant to the party as well. It probably is being hinted at you know, for the future, but we'll see. We will have to see. But yeah, she's working on that, and that's coming, like I said, within the next three months, three and a half months, if you will. But anyway, though, guys, again, check out the sto- check out her page, support her, check her out this story series. Again, I think you'll thoroughly enjoy it. And until next time, I will talk to you all later.